Hello there humans and intergalactic beings welcome back to this podcast i'm your host dodo and this is that's what dodo said as said in the last episode this is going to be a uh, podcast on the topic of the mcu a bit of a non controversial topic there uh, i have two friends here with me one of them anish ukidwe and one of them uh, rajesh vartak uh, could you please introduce yourselves so hi i'm anish and uh, i've known sadil since school and uh, as with star wars i'm again a very casual fan of the marvel universe hey i'm rajas and i know sil from school and i've been watching marvel since you know a long time and i know a pretty bit of it so yeah Yeah and, and and I remember we used to have so many debates here and there in school just talking about games and the movies as a whole I I don't remember the first movie we saw I I I I I can't recall it as of yet but that's beside the point so um, my first question is going to be directed towards Rajas is that what do you think stands out to you in this uh MCU which is different than other sci-fi movies that you've seen now i i know that you haven't seen star wars so uh, in in other star, in other sci-fi movies that you've seen or movie series why does the MCU stand out for you uh because you know there's a vast number of characters and you know their origin stories and you know they're pretty interesting so they kind of stand out in in comparison with other sci-fi movies Yeah that's true and 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 I feel that the as as you said the uh other characters are a very fundamental part of how a movie is perceived and I think characters like Iron Man and Captain America are one are some of those different characters which aren't your traditional sci-fi characters and I think yeah that's where it stands out now my next question for Anish is that for one uh just like I asked Rajas how does the MCU stand out for you and the second one along with it is that how would you say it's doing something better or a little bit different than what Star Wars does or how George Lucas or Bob Iger handled Star Wars okay so for, for Star Wars like from other movies uh, Star Wars you know it stands out in producing these amazing movies i mean uh, don't get me wrong the plot is good but it's the plot isn't like uh, this huge uh, you know uh, interwoven story that's like filled with lore or anything the plot is nice but the movies is what makes uh, marvel marvel in my opinion and different from star wars again uh, the in star wars uh, especially the original trilogy uh the movies the quality of the movies is i mean it it's okay uh but the plot and uh the storyline of uh, in sort of plot and says the storyline of star wars it, it, it's it's really important and that's what sells star wars whereas in uh the marvel uh, movies uh the characters are what make i mean the story is okay but as raj said the characters and their own, they have their own origin stories and uh you know that's what i think makes marvel marvel yeah yeah i i agreed with you there because i as we discussed in our uh in our first episode we talked about the star wars plot how sometimes uh disney didn't exactly give it to the fan base but i think yeah that's how marvel stands out because they give their focus more towards the characters themselves rather than the entire plot and that's not to say that the plot is bad in any way it's just that there's so much more focus on the characters than the plot and i think that's where it stands out yeah 
uh, and that brings me back to Rajas. For you, who would you say like uh, uncommon character? Who would you say is your favorite character other than the Avengers? Hmm, it's actually pretty hard, but uh, I think it would be Spider-Man. I mean, he's not I guess in the main Avengers, but yeah, I think he's uh, pretty interesting other than the other ca- characters. Okay, Rajesh. So you like uh, Spider-Man as your favorite character, right? So now I think I have to ask you: out of all the three Spider-Mans, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, who would you say is the character that connected to you most in terms of Spider-Man's a- acting style? Uh, you know, I think it would be Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Interesting because- choice. Interesting choice because he 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 has actually received a lot of hate as one of like the out of the three people consider him to be the worst. So that is a bit of a controversial game. May I ask you why Andrew Garfield is the is the one for you? You know because uh, Tobey Maguire, you know, uh, for Spider Man he looks a bit old and you know acts like a older version, and Tom Holland just acts like he's too young. You know, but Andrew Garfield is pretty in the middle and. It suits him the best. Yeah, I know, and I, I have to agree with you there again because when we look at Tobey Maguire, we, it is hard to imagine him in the first movie as a high school kid. I mean, like, are, are we seriously comparing someone who like us to someone like him? And to say that, like, I, I think the, the, I mean, the casting was there, but I think I don't think the CGI was in place. I think it was just like too behind of its time that we could act like reverse his age slightly because he was just slightly over age. I don't think it was the problem that he was like an old man or anything. It's just, it's just that I, I don't think he was. It was the right time to cast him there. And uh, now I'll direct the question to Adish. Uh, who is your favorite character other than the Avengers and why? uh again minus against spiderman as well and i'll yeah. add a third opinion to the table i think tom holland is a much better spiderman than the other two oh ho i think we're going to have a fight here so please tell us why uh, you know spiderman is supposed to be some immature high schooler which i think tom holland perfectly sells and the new spiderman movies are you know they're amazing they're perfectly set in that young uh, uh, adventurous age of Uh, a high school person and he's Spider-Man so I don't know Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And as I said, for for Tobey Maguire and maybe like arguably for Andrew Garfield, they don't exactly sell the high school vibe. They sell more of a I'm in college or I just graduated college vibe. It's hard to imagine them as someone who is like with a pen and paper in a teacher's yeah. class. And, and it, Yeah yeah I I I think Tom Holland was the uh, was one of the best choices out there because as you said he 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 sells that quirky character of Peter Parker rather than Spider-Man I think that in terms of how you play Spider-Man I think it's extremely hard to debate between all three but when it comes to acting as Peter Parker I think that yes uh, Tom Holland did do it really well and I think especially in the first film he really portrayed that other side of Spider-Man that we were not exactly familiar with if you haven't uh, read the comic books now an, a, another question and it it might be a little bit confusing but uh, to both of you i'll start off with anish again on this one that what is a controversial view that you have in terms of the mcu it it, it could be a controversial view on a character it could be like a controversial view on the movie so is, do you hold any view like that it's okay if you don't uh, 
say uh, I don't particularly like Captain Marvel at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, she was like introduced like very very late into the series, and then she's like this whole. overpowered so it, it reminds me of ray and it i mean i know in the comics it's already there and i haven't read those that's why i feel uh, something like this no, but i'm going to say i, I don't think uh, captain marvel you know played a good role in the mcu okay 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 and yeah that is true that is true actually because um having such an overpowered character has like a pro and a con one it will provide a really good action sequence in a movie but i think that's about it having such an overpowered character kind of undermines some other uh, some uh, some other characters arc if you because if you look at iron man right if everybody's favorite we see a f- a four movie arc to his character i think the fourth movie being infinity war or even uh, civil war for that matter so that makes it five an arc to his character which kind of lets us connect with the character a little bit and then see his eventual rise into one of the best characters there is with captain marvel it was literally she had a dream okay i won't call it a dream but it was like the connection with the with the nova lady i have forgot what they call her my apologies but and then she suddenly is this overpowered character with limitless strength and one question i had was okay either you would have in, either don't introduce this character at all or if you were going to introduce it as you said you should have introduced it a little bit earlier so that some of us would have had a chance to connect or kind of understand or develop a view and other than that as well i don't think brie larson is one of the best people out there as, as terms of like personality and whatnot but i am getting ahead of myself here rajesh do you have any uh, viewpoint on a different topic uh yeah but i think i can agree with anish that uh, captain marvel was a bit rushed and she is a bit overpowered and as you said uh, it was we didn't have enough time to connect with her and you know yeah same points Okay then so that brings me to my next question for the both of you and I think I would ask Anish again first is that do you have a favorite movie now I know that most of you might answer with end game so I'm going to remove end game from this equation plot twist and so yeah Anish do you have a favorite movie other than Avengers end game I'm going to say Infinity War I mean even if end game was that uh I don't know what about the movie sells it uh, maybe it's the Uh, you know so many characters coming together and fighting like from the whole build up of every character have, having its movie and uh, like i said the mcu uh, you know focuses on the character more than the uh, main storyline per se uh, and all these characters coming together really sells it for me uh, And, and of course infinity war is the only movie in which they actually lose so that's also a big plus hmm. i'd say hmm. yeah 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 that is a very important aspect and and for me as well i i share your view completely i feel that my favorite uh movie including end game would be infinity war because of mainly two things i would say for one as you said it is the first movie in a long time where the characters lose and and it's not just losing it's 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 not just the 
characters were losing it's us as well because we see half 50% of our favorite characters just immediately go to dust and above that there's always the concept of what would marvel have done if this didn't happen and now what i mean by that is in infinity war has that certain aspect to it where we didn't see it coming so with end game there was a certain amount of hype right we already knew that infinity war is done now we need a banger of movie to end this saga so we kind of expected the hype for end game for infinity war it was completely uh we didn't see it coming like the amount of action that actually takes part in it and the and the speed of it now one reason why i didn't exactly agree with end game is the beginning is a bit slow like until they start to do the the uh, the time travel business i think that the movie is a little little slow until that point but after that yes it eventually does get catch its speed but all in all i think like for a casual fan like us no i think that infinity war is a movie which is one of the very best if not the best so that brings me to rajas so rajas do you have any favorite movie other than endgame uh, of course i think it will be uh, spiderman far from home uh, because you know infinity war was it was good but after the big bang like the endgame i thought there couldn't be you know any more that great so but i had my hopes down for far from home but it was it resulted to be pretty good because after the death of iron man spoiler warning <laughs> but uh ekat kar jo sala ha uh yeah but because this it was uh, the story was pretty good and you know it was like a legacy so who will be uh, iron man's you know kamanta next successor yeah, next successor so and yeah yeah i I know I know yeah that is a that I I and I think that is an aspect to look into because after Endgame we we always thought that Endgame was going to be like the last movie of the saga right but Marvel did have that one uh, next movie in store and and before I get into the actual why it's good they really really teased us in that trailer about being a multiverse and then they just took it away for being a lie <laughs> and I, I that was the biggest middle finger to the fan base in a long time in a very long time now again i'm getting ahead of myself but one reason why i really like that movie is you really didn't see like uh, if, if if you are like a hardcore fan you know if you've seen the animated series you know that mysterio is never up to any good but marvel found a way to turn him not just into the villain but intertwined him into the previous arc as well like why is he a villain because tony stark not only stole his invention but he fired him and named it barf right and i think that concept of taking us back a step and kind of uh bringing back old characters like the in iron man one the scientist which uh, iron monger screamed that he ended up being a crucial part of uh, mysterious team and looking back we didn't really expect th- there to be like this deep level of connection and even after the movie we see that mysterio might still be alive so the, the and that uh, sudden uh, peter parker spiderman i wasn't expecting that either and again a cliffhanger just like infinity war and that leaves us wondering what's the next movie going to be about how are they going to go about doing it so yes i do believe that that is actually a really really good film as well not i i don't think it's the very best but again that's just my views so okay so now i have a bit of a a, a weird question for you is that was there any part in a movie 
was there any part in any movie which you didn't like i'm not asking as a movie as a whole because i think we all have the same answer to our least favorite movie but when it comes to a movie is there any segment or any part which you felt that undermined a certain aspect of the movie itself or a character anish um i do not i nothing comes to mind really uh maybe because i haven't seen uh, these movies in uh, a lot of depth you know uh, i don't think anything comes to mind okay then i'll just uh shift my question a little bit then do you not like any movie is there any is there any movie which you dislike N- not necessarily like your least favorite like i absolutely hate this but is there any movie that you dislike movie that i dislike like you don't like that <laughs> your least favorite movie think think of it like that uh, to think maybe you should ask Rajesh first and come this up okay okay i'll ask Rajesh i'll ask Rajesh just imagine if Rajesh is an answer that's going to be awkward isn't it so so uh, Rajesh do you have an answer yeah, to that yeah i think uh, it would be civil war because you know it was it was like a filler movie you could say you know i wasn't that impressed with the movie oh so you didn't like it wow no. okay So okay okay so let me get this straight you don't no, like civil war not at all huh. interesting like may as oh wow okay i i felt that civil war had a, a certain feel to it that other movies didn't because we see a gradual and and they and, and that's what i appreciate about marvel they really know how to develop characters even if you introduce them in a movie so for example black panther we'd never seen him before in any movie yet we kind of understand his pain when his father dies and the urge to kill the winter soldier immediately and hence his shift to the iron man team so there is a certain amount of character arc and i know i'm not the biggest fan of character arcs as a whole but in the but in the marvel series we consistently see that they've always been really good with this and in civil war i understand that yes it it was a bit of a thriller as you said and it didn't exactly pay off i can kind of understand what you mean there but other than that i don't think it's a horrible movie and again that is just my view but yeah, yeah i mean yeah, i'm not saying that it was a horrible movie i'm just you know it comparatively and you know it's uh, it was a nice change that you know it wasn't just all the new villain came and action and all but i wasn't just that that much impressed you know okay yeah no i understand it i understand it anish do you have an answer now <laughs> okay no that's fine that's fine that, that that is why we call ourselves casual fans that yeah. is why we call ourselves casual fans Okay so uh, I know that some of you have read comic books right and if if not comic books just you know characters right you know characters you've heard of them you've either seen them in like an animated series or even like if you have read one or two comic books so going into phase 4 or even phase 5 what are some villains or heroes that you would like to see make a rise let me start off with Anish on this one you know I haven't read the comics No, but is is there any uh, character like Sandman or Green Go- uh, Green Goblin yeah. that you would like to see implemented in the mainstream? Oh, okay. Ah, uh, uh, I would like to see Green Goblin. Yeah. You would like to see Green mm-hmm. Goblin, eh? So, uh, is is there any reason why, or is is it just that you want to see a um, um, a crazy man on a bike just wreck yeah, everyone and leave? Green Goblin, I think, was 
uh, a very uh, nicely executed villain in uh, the Spider-Man movies uh, in like uh, the Tobey Maguire and uh, movies and stuff. So I I I really think Tom Holland versus the Green Goblin would be an amazing amazing thing to see. Yeah, that would, wouldn't it? And uh, a bit of an odd question for you, and and you might not be able to answer this. It's a bit of a weird one as well. Is that is there any actor that you have in mind who you might think full might give justice to that character, or would you just like to see uh, a William Defoe come back for a, for a fun time? I actually don't have an answer for that. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, let me just shift over to Rajas and Rajas. Do you have any dream character that you would like uh, to see? Actually, you know, I would like a better reboot of Fantastic Four because in the comics they were actually pretty good, and both the earlier movie and the reboot were also pretty trash. And that's why in the latest movies I want a pretty like Galactus was is actually one of my favorite villains in the comics, and it he was. Pretty bad in the Fantastic Four movie, so I would like him to make a good entrance again. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. And then there have been talks of casting uh, big names. I don't remember the names. I I think there was Zac Efron for the Human Torch. I think that's all I remember. But all in all, yes, I think that going into Phase Four, I think Marvel does have a huge, huge responsibility on the shoulders because I think that after Avengers Endgame, I think all of us can agree on this. The fan base has significantly increased, and I think that that that. It, oh, for one, it does lead to an increase in uh, in the cash generated, but that's beside the point. The point is that with this increase in responsibility, I think that it is Marvel's duty now to make sure that they appeal to the fan base, and I think that's one place where Marvel stands out from other sci-fi uh, uh, movie series like Star Wars. Is that they effectively and they constantly. Ask questions to the fan base. They host a panel at Comic Con for question and answers, and they give a planned out, detailed structure of how they're going to go about uh, planning phases. So I think that is one thing that they're going to have to do in the future. And I do not have any other questions for you all. And so I I think that's where we're going to be wrapping up. I uh, do stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be on the Marvel Contest of Champions. So, uh, boys, would you like to see anything? Uh, no. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. You know, you 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 know, I'm gonna get lots of hate mail since Rajas said he hates Civil War. Right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Ooh, I just remembered. I don't like the part. Oh God, damn it. Okay. Can, okay. Okay. Then, viewers, we have like five more minutes of time. So, did you like Quicksilver? It's so much potential. I mean, like this super fast thing. Why couldn't he just push those guys off? instead of you know shielding them from bullets yeah but i guess uh, i guess yeah, uh, yeah. you know canceling uh, silver it was i guess it was done on purpose yeah, because yeah. he would do op in end game or infinity war so i guess it was done on purpose exactly yeah i know but the part that kind of confuses me is because Technically, before uh, like during Age of Ultron, there were technically two Quicksilvers, like one in the MCU and one of the in in the X Men yeah. comics, right? In in the X Men comics, no, my bad, in the X Men movies, right? And we see in the X Men movies that Quicksilver is 
so much more faster than a bullet. He literally shifts bullets out of the way so that it doesn't hit the X Men who are trying to get uh, Magneto out in uh, in Days of Future Past. And I looked at that movie. Like I, I don't think I've watched that movie before. But after I watched that movie, I reflected upon my uh, movie of uh, Age of Ultron, and I'm like, why couldn't you do the same thing instead of running into it directly? And you know what I've realized? And you know what I've realized? Hawkeye is the guy. If if you try to defend Hawkeye, you die. Okay, the, it is the. I've seen memes on this. I've seen memes on this. I agree on them 100%. You try to defend Hawkeye, you die. If you try to save Hawkeye like Black Widow, you die. That it's it's yeah. Hawkeye is the man. Like there's no arguing about it. I would compare it to uh, the Quicksilver dying to uh, you know uh, in Titanic in that way. I mean, there's clearly more space on that. Oh yeah. I had to kill it. <laughs> I mean, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I know. I know. No, it's like simply for the. It's like seeing uh, Star Wars movies. Like there are some times when stormtroopers like have like a shot within a one meter radius, and they have like ten shots, and they miss every single one of them just to keep the plot going. And it's it's hilarious to see that happen. Negative. Like I know, I know for some movies, like it has to be done. Oh yeah, negative plot arm. It's like there's a force field around them or some shit. But but the moment a Jedi has to die in Order sixty six, then the clone troopers are like hundred percent able, like stealth increased to ninety nine. Oh god! So sometimes I don't understand these sci fi series. Uh, but again, I am getting way ahead of myself. So boys, I I, I think that's where we're gonna end. You guys have been fabulous guests. Uh, yeah. Please do stay, stay stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be on the game Marvel Contest of Champions, which will be slightly longer. And yeah, thank you.